Hey, community fans, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, consider backing me on Patreon and becoming a patron uh, for as little as two bucks a month. It is really helpful for me uh, to keep things going and uh, keep the podcast moving forward. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks, Evan Masteller, for joining us for six seasons in a podcast. Hey. Glad to be here. Clap, 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 hooray. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us. I, um, you know, I've been doing this by myself, and, you know, no one's been mean. Granted, there's, like, only, like, 20 people who've listened to it, so, you know, but... Well, it's good that not like half of the people have been mean, like 10 people, because that's that's a little much for your listening audience. Yeah, it was. I don't want half my people to be mad or angry at me. Yeah, no, actually, I've had uh, uh, a couple people on Twitter say, hey, yeah, no, man, you're doing great. Uh, That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, from from that perspective, I'm going, okay, right. Um, but but i know self-correcting wise i'm like ah no i i need we need to do this uh (laughs) with multiple multiple people i get it um i I mean it's still back and forth that it adds yeah yeah i mean it still may only be like 35 minutes because uh my add just i'm like all right that was what (laughs) i had to talk about now i'm done uh yeah so (laughs) Uh, maybe it'll help having you here and uh, I know. hope so yeah cool so uh, this is technically version 2 which um, I may or may not um, reveal but we tried this last <laughs> night and it sucked uh, not the experience you were great um, well you, thank you I appreciate that you were great I, I enjoyed talking <laughs> with you yeah it was it was a great way for us to to trial run and get, get absolutely to, um but yeah, f- from a um, audio quality standpoint, uh, subpar. It's a little iffy. Yeah. So now I, I googled. It was like you think I'd have thought of this before, but I was like, "How do you record?" And I knew how to do it, uh, so I'm not being like so naive. I know how to do it. I right. I was trying to do it without having to go through the process of setting up my Pro Tools rig and and. Um, running a mic line through the phone and, and all that. But right. I, I'm about to interview some really interesting people, and um, uh, you included in that. Uh, wait. Well, I appreciate uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, I sound as good as the other people. Well, I've, yeah, I just, you know, uh, people related, I'll just say it, people related to making actually making community. So, um, yeah. You know, not that you're not interesting, but okay. <laughs> Wasted enough time uh, at the top, uh, but Evan and I have been friends for a long time, and um, he... I was just thinking about that today, actually. And yeah. it's like it has been like yeah. twenty years, probably almost at this point. It's he... not exactly, but it's close to it. Well, and I even knew your older brother, correct, um, Kyle, before you. Uh, you were yep. just. Um, since he, yeah, he and I are the same age, and you're a couple years mm-hmm. younger. Um, 
uh so anyway yeah it's it is it's been a while and we were talking about yeah. some of the bands um we were we were into and mm-hmm. i got back into the beta band and um we went and saw them once and, and that was an awesome great, show i think yeah, a great show skip school for that one day i think yeah i think i'd yeah i which stole, is, stole you away from which school is with, absolutely acceptable <laughs> yeah you don't look back on those and say, "Oh, I wish I would have stayed in algebra." That yeah, day. right. Jeez, <clears throat> like, yeah. oh man, I wish I would have spent more time in school. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, so that's a little bit of background history on and Evan and I. Um, I did want to tell you about my California trip. Okay. Yeah. Can I do that? We didn't really. Absolutely. I'll pretend like we totally didn't talk about this last night. That's totally fine. <laughs> but, fine too. Uh, but I think I'll be able to get through it a lot faster. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, but if I recall, the the things that I wanted to talk about primarily were um, seeing Trent Reznor, um, right. uh, pretending to be Michael Chiklis. Uh, of the commission <laughs> fame I'm going to see my grandfather's uh, walk, a star in the walk of hall of fame which is also very awesome yeah and then going to see harmontown uh, right the, which is amazing shows. yeah so I, I mean that i could that could be done with the list right there but i think there's some fun backstory with that so definitely it starts with um the third one which was seeing um my grandfather's star he was um uh, next door neighbor thorny on the 1950s ozzy and harriet the adventure of mm-hmm. ozzy and harriet um he was uh, i was just doing research on this today um because I'm, I'm, spoiler alert, I'm doing, I'm starting to think about doing a documentary on him. And Which I, is, as we've talked about, that is, you know, something that's awesome. And I know we mentioned it before between you and I that, you know, it's something you... So many times. Yeah, we've talked yeah, about a doing forever. For years. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah. back in like 2005, even probably. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. Um, yeah. And so he was nominated for an Emmy for that. Um, and that's awesome. Yep. Which, yeah, really cool. And he... Did he, he didn't win, did he? No, he was up against um, Art something or other. Art, what is the guy from Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners. Oh, okay, yep. Um, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He was... He didn't win... Um, but he, yeah, it was cool, uh, an honor to be nominated. Oh, I absolutely, suppose, yeah. So. Just being nominated is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, pretty neat. So he um, was on that, and then in the 60s, early 60s, he was on a TV show called Hazel, which uh, okay. um, he, he was one of the main characters, but uh, Hazel, Shirley Booth, was already a Tony winner and an Oscar winner before she took this role and oh really i didn't i don't think i realized yeah that. she she didn't she never egotted as they say uh-huh. um she never won a grammy uh but right. she did win the triple crown because she won two emmys on hazel which is uh, pretty impressive i mean all that's well not pretty impressive it's really impressive yeah pretty amazing um mm-hmm. for her and you know uh, in my grandfather's uh, memoir um that my uncle finished uh he spoke st- very highly of her just um mm-hmm. very respectfully and and highly of her they very 
very much enjoy he enjoyed every minute that he had on screen with her and um that's awesome that's always refreshing yeah. to hear too because you hear so many horror stories behind the scenes of actors and actresses yeah it's yeah. just it's even, nice to hear stuff like that yeah i mean it's certainly more and more these days but uh mm-hmm. even back then i think there were you know behind the scenes some uh difficult uh, players For sure yeah and he so he was he did that but he also was on broadway and in about 20 30 movies um, okay. pretty much before uh the his tv days but then mm-hmm. he continued to do some t- um movies during that time um okay. but primarily was in movies before he was on tv and uh so yeah so, so anyway that's to say that uh, he, uh, my mom was uh, grew up in Brentwood, California, mm-hmm. and that's um, when we went out. My brother and I went out as kind of a, uh, I don't know, a pilgrimage of sorts um, to go yeah, visit. Yeah, for sure. The... Is that the first time you went out there? Oh no, I grew up going out to California okay. every would, summer for years. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No. Great. Great question. Um, no, I grew up going out there, and um, you know my dad's from there. He's from Santa Monica. Mom, mm-hmm. mom's from Brentwood, which is the super fancy part of uh, town. So I mean, every home is a million dollar home, but mm-hmm. these are the three, five, ten million dollar homes in Brentwood. Right, and, the really pricey ones. Yeah, and rather than just regular pricey. Regular pricey, yeah. So he, uh, so my grandfather built this home in um, Brentwood. And right near, um, ab- across from a bunch of uh, other really famous people along what's called Mandeville Canyon Road, which is Out right off. Curiosity, sorry, yeah. um, I was just going to ask, uh, do you know any of the famous neighbors that were there when he was living there? Uh, yes, and um, you're, you're putting, putting me on the spot because I... <laughs> um, the my, my recall is, is not great, but... Um, shoot um sorry <laughs> yeah no th- there were lots of yes there were famous people um i know yeah i remember you saying that there were a bunch of them because it's you know it's a ritzy area um but i was just curious if you remembered any really i guess specific famous people back then because that would be pretty interesting yeah robert something robert forrester uh, i think oh, that was it. really i think so if i see he just it, died I think it was Robert Forrester. That's um, crazy. But John Candy lived on the the road. Um, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, the, who lives on the on that now is is um, well, without giving the, the exact location away, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make anyone mad. Um, <laughs> but Trent Reznor lives on Mandeville Canyon Road, um, or near Which it. Which is awesome. And why that's relevant is because he bought the property, um, uh, and I should say the ashes of my parents, my <laughs> mom's home, uh, because that's how they do it. It's they they buy the property and and bulldoze the house. And, Which I mean, kind of sucks, but you know you kind of understand at the same time. Well, if you saw it, it's a really fascinating thing to actually go down. Um, and drive down the road and and mm-hmm. see some of the homes because um, uh, the second home that my grandparents lived in was a you know like this 1960s ranch. Oh wow! Um, and you I would have could... loved to seen that sort of house back in its prime. 
Yeah, the the first house was was like custom built, amazing. Mm-hmm. The second one was you, if you drove along the road now, you would see some of the homes that are still exist from the '60s that okay. are ranch homes. I mean, you could just go down and like literally any town in America that has a ranch home, and that's the home. Right. You had nothing very special about it. So mm-hmm. growing up, going out there. It really wasn't like, oh, we're going to opulence. And, you know, he was a star in the films of the 40s, TV right. in the 50s and 60s. I mean, he did well for himself, but, you know, he stopped pretty much doing t- um, bit parts uh, mm-hmm. on television in the, the 70s. So right. you know, it was by the time the 80s and 90s rolled around, it just it wasn't you know, it was well past his prime and mm-hmm. and you just you get to spend time with him, right? Yeah, I did. You know, okay, so I you kind of knew him as like grandpa. Yeah, and I was 13 when he died, so okay, so I, yeah, I knew, you didn't yeah know too much, I guess, when you were younger, I assume. Yeah, no, I I you really didn't. I mean, I knew that he was on TV, but a long time mm-hmm. ago, and and pretty much, you know, you'd be a certain age and older you know 40s at, at the yeah. at a time but you I mean you have to be a pretty much a boomer and older at this point mm-hmm. to have any idea who that that is um or just be really into historical really old, television really old, yeah, old, old stuff television. like that yeah. yeah um uh so yeah that's my trent Reznor story the, so the trent Reznor story is this that i my brother and I uh, rented a Jeep. We took the top down and we're driving around and mm-hmm. um, drove past his house very slowly. And I just, I like, I wait. I thought it was just very slowly. Well, we, we kind of, <laughs> I can't, I don't want to describe how I was, we were as slow as we were because it would. De- For sure. It would. That might give it away. It give away too much. Um, For sure. It's uh, just funny. Yeah. So we were, we were pulled to the side of the road i'll say and mm-hmm. um then we start moving and i see a guy up on the balcony and um, i just gave him a wave and he waved <laughs> right back to me but then he kind of like caught himself like <laughs> wait i don't know you why am i waving to you uh, so it, it was like i got a piece of the 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 joy that right. we, that's actually in Trent Reznor and I stole it out of him and now it's like um, the little joy that he has yeah the very little I don't know maybe he's probably a great guy I don't know he probably is yeah, yeah he I, just the music says you know the music is what it is but yeah. you know he probably is a good guy yeah it, it was just funny um, absolutely so it goes to my theory that, of this and, and and it's like when you go out to LA you're like oh I can't wait to see a famous person it'll be awesome mm-hmm. and um and all you really see are like wait a second like was that maybe that was and it's like maybe you'll see it like this doppelganger in your mm-hmm. you know like oh that could have been so and so and uh because people look so different when they're like in their casual clothes oh and, for sure I mean, and that's... Well, when you said that uh the other day sorry it's just a little thing it just reminded me of the office yeah when michael scott was in new york and he thinks he sees tina fey yeah and it's exactly like that. And then Conan O'Brien walks by. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, so you don't, you're not prepared to see who you would want to see. And, and, mm-hmm. and maybe if you do see someone, you're like, it's just, 
a dude or a, a girl who looks like happens to look like you know so and so and right so, you kind of do a double take regardless of yeah what it, wherever you are whoever it is yeah like, is that so and so yep and uh so I, I i joked to my brother i was like i i think he just thought you were michael chiklis from <laughs> the commission from fantastic four and, uh because he you know he's a bald white guy with you know <laughs> looks looks Which is, over 40 you know like, yeah so that's a typical <laughs> michael chiklis look yeah yeah no offense to my brother or michael chiklis uh <laughs> so we we were just kind of joking because i was really surprised then like we were we were driving back in brentwood and up mm -hmm. in some of the hills uh of the canyon and uh, some of these neighborhoods and uh, for sure I, which I didn't realize were there when I was growing up and it was like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know these were here. And so we were driving around and, and, you know, we'd either get a wave or we would just wave and like, we'd get a wave back. And I was just so surprised with how friendly people were. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, Oh, they just must think I'm Michael Chiklis or you're Michael Chiklis. So <laughs> they're, they're just thrilled to get uh, a wave from the, the commission. Really happy to see Michael Chiklis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I think I, I would be excited to see him too. Honestly. Yeah. If you would get a wave from the commish. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think he'd be pretty pumped. So that's my theory <laughs> of why people in LA were, were happy to see us or smiling. For sure. And, Which is, uh, you know, it's, it's something outside of, you know, waving at famous people is something that I would find very strange in Southern California. Yeah. You know, I, it's not something, something that I would expect, but, you know, like you said, it's mostly probably because it's like, yeah, that's probably some famous person. Yeah. So let's wave yep. just in case. Yep. Exactly. You never know. Yep. Um, that's true. That's why I wave at everybody. Just in case they're famous. <laughs> like a big dummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both hands just yep. smiling like a dumbass. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> so that's Michael Chiklis and Trent Reznor. Um, so then we went to Hollywood uh, Boulevard and and checked out my grandfather's star, and, which is awesome. Which is which is great. Um, it was pretty neat to see that. And oh yeah, it's right across from the Chinese theater, uh, so easy to find. Um, True, it, and, unless you don't want to go there because of some stories that you've told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so I'll 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 bring it in. It's like from yesterday. You were like, "Oh, I'd love to go there," and I was like, "Yeah, I think you would be excited to go there and and see like." Um, so so I, I didn't tell you this. Um, we were so people walk dre or dress up and then walk around and like mm -hmm. they you know they dress up like certain things and I guess they get pictures taken or yeah whatever. and then you can tip them or whatever or what, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. There's a guy and I have him on video who dresses like um, uh, Zach Galifianakis uh, from oh, no. from uh, uh, Hangover. Uh, yeah, the Hangover with the baby on his in the in like the thing. But not a oh real my baby, goodness. right? I, I figured. I, I would hope not. <laughs> yeah, no, not a real baby. Uh, but I have it on video, and, and oh it was just goodness. really funny because I, I tried not to. Yeah, anyway, I was doing some stylistic, um, not getting people's faces, and mm -hmm. I, I panned up for a second, and and I'm walking past this guy, and he, you know, he gave me a smile. Uh, but yeah I, I mean it's fun to go there for about half an hour and um 
and then you just want to get away from it because it's yeah the so touristy incredible nonsense yeah so touristy i can only imagine how touristy it is just like that's such a popular place it's like going to times square in new york city it's just like all right you know you go there once just to see it and like all right i'm yep done like i don't want to do this anymore yeah but do the homeless people in times square throw um hot diarrhea on you <laughs> not that i've heard of yet yeah, at well. least i mean i'm sure something really gross has yeah, happened there I'm too sure. but that, that that's a uh, true story that, listeners that's so weird that made me make such a weird noise with my mouth just there i was just like bah! yeah it's all right. so yeah that's gross <laughs> all right so those that's my oh no then the final story of my california pilgrimage was going to harmontown and oh, yeah. um of course that uh, the harman of the harman town is the titular dan harman um mm-hmm. of community fame and it just it was great to see him in person see um uh jeff and um every, i got to meet rob schraub which was cool and that's shook, all that's so hand. fantastic yeah, it was it was neat. It was a great way to cap off the the weekend. Uh, Absolutely, Monday night, and um, now it's over, and we're sad for Harmontown. But is it? Did you say it was like just over for the time being, and it might come back? No, I what I think is that it's. I'm surprised they didn't you know stop it like sooner. Um, uh, okay. Uh, they didn't have guests some weeks and I actually enjoy some of those weeks, but, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, sometimes it's like, Hey guys, you don't have to have a show if you don't want to, like, yeah. you don't have to, there's, True. I don't think there are Harmontown bylaws that required you to do this <laughs> every single week. Right. And, and I, I could totally understand why it gets so, overwhelming and or not just it we're okay we're done it's you know we've done it for eight years or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but i mean it's it's an undertaking when you're doing it for that long yeah i mean it's a commitment and yeah. if you're really into performance and really into um you know being with certain people uh, yeah i mean but so what i think is it would be great um to see them do like you know once a year type of things uh, mm-hmm. a couple times a year where they do a benefit um, for sure absolutely yeah, they could make a ton of money which i wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that as yeah. opposed to doing it weekly yeah yeah i mean i would i would pay a 100 bucks to go to a show if oh, yeah. it was primarily for you know went to a, a cause and um you know they had a couple really good guests that kind of thing yeah it would be absolutely great, so. If you're listening, Dan Harmon and uh, the rest of the team, I think that's what you should do. Um, mm-hmm. And they're agreed. Not they're not listening, so <laughs> we'll just shout anyway. wider so they can hear us. Yep. All right. Well, I think um, that's it for the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> We've been great. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I think it's it's time to talk about season or season one, episode three. It's time to talk about introduction to film. Real Which quick, is, was that a Scrubs yeah. uh, reference there? What we've been great. The, we've been great. Um, I think that Did, he does say that in one of the. Yeah, I think so. But okay, um, sorry, yeah. I just like I knew that from somewhere. 
uh yeah it's certainly not original <laughs> i'll say that <laughs> that's not okay a... i wasn't trying to say that i was just saying it's like yeah i know you like scrubs and yeah that sounded familiar and it's like, oh i think that's from scrubs uh yeah it, it's um probably from the episode where they had uh um jd and turk did a presentation so it probably was like yeah season one or two probably season one yeah i think you're yeah. in the ballpark for sure yeah yeah that sounds pretty accurate yeah and turk is like we've been great um yep. <laughs> yes. sorry I, di- I i digress yeah no great great question um all right so season one episode three yes um, let's talk about it all right um, uh yeah i think um man what do we what do we cover uh well i know um one of the first things i said was this episode was what it was one of the first episodes that really kind of grabbed me Mm -hmm. i mean it's really early on obviously so kudos to them for grabbing me early on um consensually yes i agreed to it um and uh the the first two episodes were still good but this one had so much more Mm -hmm. to it i think in depth of story it had the comedy and the heart especially in this episode and uh it, it was a really good combination of all the characters even though some of them weren't in it as much as the others. Yeah. But there was just a lot of really enjoyable and not just going for laughs stuff. Yeah. It was uh, a yeah, lot so, more than a comedy. Yep. So we have three stories going on. Uh, right. The primary story is Abed um, doing this uh film class and Mm -hmm. britta taking an interest in him funding it um and that thing uh the b story is jeff taking this um blow-off class um which i remember one of the the really funny bits that that um i liked so um john michael higgins is professor whitman john michael higgins from uh, he is from uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, I, I, I believe. Oh, is he? Yeah, back when it was on MTV, I think. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm pretty sure he I was didn't realize that. he was a part of that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I'm I'm thinking Mad TV. Either way. Um, he could be both. Who knows? Yeah. He, <laughs> uh, so he's Professor Whitman teaching. This is no way to teach uh, accounting. Uh, I forgot that last night when we were yep. talking about this. And I was like, yes. Uh, so that's the that's one of the bit reveals is that, you know, he's taking this blow-off class and um, and it's accounting because he's Professor Whitman's teaching it with like this um, uh, seize the day, you know, right. very weird Robin Williams um you know style of teaching and uh so that's the b story and then the c story is the you know um troy with his sneeze that he gets <laughs> he gets help from uh even from, just talking about that just kind of makes me yeah, laugh yeah 
so yeah, I, I agree that it's um, to uh, address uh, the autism spectrum um, mm-hmm. uh, in such a uh, like upfront way. Um, you, yeah, you'd for have sure. to be like an NBC, NBC um, drama to to talk about um, autism. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And like it's, I, I love that they did that, and I love that Abed is that way because it makes him just so much more unique and just an amazing character. And uh, like you said, you know, it seems like it would be more like a drama to tackle something like that. And I mean, but, it gets gets real. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I love it and, so much. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you know, um, you have, like I was saying earlier, the comedy aspect of it, which I mean, I always love the humor in Community. Yeah. But I always love it too when they get serious as well. Yeah. What and, What were some of your favorite bits from this episode? Well. Um, Comedy-wise, I'll say uh, when towards the beginning, when Troy is first sneezing, when Jeff walks in and he's like, "Oh, Troy sneezes like a girl," and Troy's like, "How about I pound you like a boy?" Wait, that didn't come out right. Yeah. <laughs> and the, every single time I hear that, I will laugh. I will crack up. And yeah. that's like one of the first times I was like, "Oh my god, this show is fantastic!" And it's such a simple line. But it's just the way he delivers it that's so fantastic. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, it it has such a replayability. In, oh yeah. In it in the jokes. Um, uh, earlier in the episode, there's the Dane Cook line where. Oh yeah. Like, Is this that was all right, but. Um, that was enjoyable. At least yeah. it wasn't like a ha 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 thing, but it was like. Okay, that was enjoyable. Yeah, that's you know, it was Jeff, entertaining. That's Jeff being a dick, and. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the writers taking a stab at uh, Dane Cook, and and I will say, I I don't know if I said this the other day or yesterday or not, but I feel like this is, uh, maybe the first step in uh redemption for Jeff becoming not a dick. Flesh it out for this episode because yeah i i talked about that in the the first two um uh, the first two shows is that that's a, a really big theme you know, mm-hmm. jeff is is learning through these uh these his study mates how to not you know just think about himself and uh, oh for sure yeah yeah and he doesn't i like i feel like this is the first episode where he takes that first step um, and it was, I feel like it was mainly towards the end with Britta when she, um, I, I know I messed this up yesterday too. I'm probably going to mess it up again right now, but when she like kisses him to pay him back or, yeah. um, I forget exactly the phrase she used, but she kisses him to help him with his class. And professor Whitman was like, I know life changing kiss when I see one. And just like, yeah, you're right about that. Kind of like sarcastically, but you can tell he's like, oh, that's yeah, this not is something wrong. different. Yeah, yeah. Like that's... you can tell he wasn't wrong in saying a life changing kiss. And it's yeah. like, and that's not what's really putting him on the path to not being a dick. But it's just, I feel like it's everybody in that episode. Like he's still kind of being an asshole, mm. 
throughout the episode, but it's like, oh, he's kind of, he seemed kind of change a little bit towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he also makes a statement to Britta. He's like, this is, this is what freedom feels like when, yeah. when Abed goes off and, um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I think that's where he's, he, he takes that step and actually, um, helping and and freeing other others um, and doing good for others for the first time. Agreed, and, and I so. think you know with Abed, you know, showing them the video at the end too. Um, that kind of, as much as he may not want to admit it, or just as much as he doesn't openly admit it, I think it kind of touches him too with how much it, you know, affected Abed's dad. Yeah. And uh, that was one of the big things for me too. And I like, it's such a, it, they play it off as goofy while he's filming it. And it is a little goofy in itself, the video yeah. for his dad. But man, that every time, just like the Troy's line in the beginning with how about I pound you like a boy? Yeah. Every time I see Abed's dad cry for that video, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, when he's when he says, um, um, "I never said I blamed you for her leaving," and yeah, Abed's like, you didn't have to say it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. Uh, it's it's deep. It's yeah, it's hard. Um, so yeah, even I, if I, you've never gone through something like that, it's still kind of tugs at your heartstrings yeah it's it's definitely deep and, and that's yeah. um that's kind of the Harmon way you've got mm-hmm. um which is why i love it such a kind of a whimsical silly episode in ways that mm-hmm. you know has this landing point that's like whoa um mm-hmm. it gets serious and it, yeah it's good and that's honestly that's a trademark of a good show good writer yeah because you have the the humor that's good and you have those really impactful moments and it's it flows so seamlessly together between the two and that's just that's something that i really appreciate yeah it's uh we'll see that in in later episodes um for sure <clears throat> excuse me you are excused uh, sorry listeners <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm fighting a cold. Um, oh, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, so, it, other bits that you liked? Anything else? Um, um, yeah, absolutely. I, it's two really small things. Um, one was Pierce eating the pizza or the attempt to eat pizza, <laughs> where he's just kind of like slapping himself in the face with it. It's just like it's. Is that nobody... around the study room, or or when they're in? Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like he's like flipping it up in his own face, and it's yeah. just like, who eats pizza like that? <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. it's like, oh yeah, Pierce eats pizza like that because yeah. he's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, man, I have such a love hate relationship with Chevy Chase, but so that's another story for another day. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of community fans line. probably have that thing too. Yeah, well, but um, you know what's interesting is I actually. It, it's because he is like a super comedian, super famous in the eighties. Mm-hmm. And like when you, like you just in the nineties, like 
when that's gone <laughs> yeah and and you still think you're that thing that yeah you know, it's like it's just rock star um for sure and i feel like faded that's rock star portrayed syndrome. pierce too which is hilarious but at the same time it's just like chevy chase is such a dick but it's just like have you gone back handle that yeah i went back and watched like spies like us which is in our family which i haven't seen in years but i've thought about that recently too go back and watch it it's a cult classic that it's just silly and Mm -hmm. um his physical comedy um he's just so good when when chevy chase does his fake heart attack thing in some of the episodes of of community Uh it just harkens back to uh, like a spies like us where oh, i mean like so in physical. the 70s and 80s he was like untouchable for yep. his comedy yeah and that's the thing it's like i love love that time period of chevy chase yeah absolutely love it but yep. i just wish he wasn't such a dick yeah well faded glory rock, yep. yeah, rock yeah. stars who won't go away yeah um but uh yeah so those uh, for me rose. for me the um the, my favorite bits that are throughout any any of the Professor Whitman ones. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the everyone stand up on your desk. And you just know what's going to happen. And he's like, this is you know, it's just setting up the boom, the the girl falling from the desk and um, the inevitable. Yeah, it's just you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of physical comedy, just you know, I can always. But honestly, even though you you might be able to predict, quote unquote, you know, that that's what's going to happen, doesn't change how funny it is. No, no. Yep. Physical comedy like that. It kind of just adds to it. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Yes. Yeah. She falls. Uh, I love it too. He's like, yeah, yeah. go to the nurse. Yep. He just kind of plays it off. Yep. Yep. Um, Then uh, we we talked about the you know I, I like the where jeff is going out of his way to you know do the flying the kite and then mm-hmm. um uh d- does the jump rope skipping rope with the girls and <laughs> professor whitman's like oh that's pretty creepy um, <laughs> considering the age of these girls yeah yeah <laughs> i think um yeah so i i Professor Whitman gets a pretty good deal of of lines in this. Episode. I enjoy him a lot in yeah. that this episode. Was he in another episode later on? Um, I feel like he was, but I could be wrong. You no, know, you're. I don't think you're wrong. I think he does have some other spots and. Okay, I um, thought so, but I just, I couldn't remember. Like I said, I was I'm watching through it again right now, and it's been a while, and things kind of mesh together in my memory at this point. Yep. I I would love to do like a list of my favorite um, teachers because mm-hmm. uh, and he would just be he would be pretty high up there yeah but I I would want to do maybe like two lists because there's like the all time list and mm-hmm. then there's like the funniest character yeah. list um because um the biology teacher I, I, his name escapes me um the, the guy from the wire um, yeah, yeah, yeah he was awesome he's that's he's, who i was thinking of too he's so good in in his season um absolutely and uh, especially the uh 
um, Law and Order episode, um, <laughs> and uh, and there's some just some you know really great John teachers. Oliver too. Yeah, yeah. Then there's like, do you count him because he's like a friend of Winger's? yeah, and he's like uh, he's like Chang. You know, he's like he's yeah, obviously yeah, a teacher, true, true. but he's like a recurring a character recurring. that's almost like more yeah. than just a yeah. teacher. Yeah. So I would want to make a list, but there'd be which I understand yeah. probably multiple lists because of um, how. And then you have Professor Dickey, who's like literally in the study group in mm-hmm. season five. Um, but yeah, so uh, those are yeah, I really really enjoyed um, Professor Whitman and uh, one other thing. Um, this is um, one thing that I uh, remember well. I said it yesterday and just remember just now um, when Britta is kissing Jeff yeah, and uh, Professor Whitman sees him and he's like, oh, I know a life changing kiss when I see one. And then Jeff's reacting. He's like, oh yeah, you know, you're right, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Professor Whitman, he just kind of runs off and starts climbing up a tree <laughs> in the background. It's just like, really? That's happening. Yeah. But I mean, I guess, you know, somebody, who is like that it's like okay it's understandable but it's so goofy uh, to see it yeah. in the background which is another thing i love about community is the background comedy that they have there it's a subtlety that they have sometimes yeah like the episode where abed's giving um helping a helping girl give birth be, yeah. yeah yeah it's great great episode. oh yeah absolutely so. the beetlejuice uh cameo eventually yeah after three times of course yeah so I think um, that's pretty much it for the episode. I know yeah. that um, we're excited for. Uh, I'm going to do this more regularly. Um, geez, at the at the very least, I'm just going to call you up once a week and we'll do it. <laughs> but um, I ha- works. Yeah, I actually have um, a handful of people who are are in the docket to to come on the show. Um, a couple friends uh new friends i'm gonna make who mm-hmm. um, some of those are pretty damn exciting yeah so two of them are people who have um uh kind of done podcasts around community um and mm-hmm. one is uh and then uh, a couple folks who are just really big community fans um mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to talking with them and uh then two people who helped make community happen um and i that's all i'm gonna say because i don't want to jinx it and oh yeah totally (laughs) i don't want to promise anything but um two people have said sure well come on uh which is that's honestly like just that it's just like oh that's pretty freaking awesome yeah so i'm looking forward to to getting some friends on some um uh, if you're doing a community podcast, the more the merrier for us talking through some stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. If uh, you're just a fan, uh, a big fan, and, and want to come and talk about an episode, um, we got that. And uh, and then I'm, I'm going to have Evan on to, you know, kind of joke around with me and, and talk about an episode um, when we don't have someone. Um, but I really have a vision for bringing on some of the writers of the episodes because I would love to hear about um, their creative process and, and how they, you know, uh, um, you know, everything from what's a writer's room like, you know, how mm-hmm. is it like creating? Which would be know, fantastic to yeah. find out stuff about like yeah. that. 
Um, and and I think there's a lot of stuff out there that people have done, but I, I would, mm-hmm. you know, now that we're 10 years out from these episodes, for at least from the oh, first yeah. season, um, it would be great to, you know, kind of re- look back on those things. And, Definitely. Um, you know, so I, I'll look at uh, some of the other characters, um, the background characters as well. I've reached out to some of them and hopefully we'll get some people on that will be real interesting to the listeners and um yeah just keep on six seasons and a podcast going um yeah yeah um um anything else do we have anything parting parting shots oh i know what i wanted to ask you and um i don't know uh this has gone uh very well that i don't know i'm gonna have to do a whole lot of editing Mm -hmm. uh, which is great um (laughs) And, uh, but I, I wanted to know which, uh, if you had one or two community characters that you related to the most, um, oh, ask, okay. yeah, I'm going to ask that to, of every, every guest is, you know, tell me your, hmm, uh, that's interesting. I'll let you think, um, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Um, so, uh, obviously Jeff in a way, um, yes. Um, just from a, I don't know, white guy, you know, alpha male perspective, mm-hmm. you know, I, I tend to tend to find that, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of uh, funny and, and sarcastic. Um, mm-hmm. But then probably, um, geez, um I didn't think about it. <laughs> I, I got <laughs> That's myself. Part of the fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, maybe some, maybe a bit of uh, John Oliver in there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, beta male, sarcastic, because uh, I have some of that too um, peppered right. in there, um, and a little bit of of Abed's uh, um, quirkiness. I think yeah. I have some of that. So, um, yeah. So those 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 kinds of three things um for me honestly i i feel like there's so many aspects in all the characters that i can say it's like i can see that or part of myself in that character part of myself in another character you know it's like it's hard to decide i know to an extent um i do see part of myself um relating to annie and her perfectionism Hmm. um and that's something that I. And her boots. It's, yeah, well, that's, yeah, they, those are perfect. I think I'm <laughs> gonna cut that. I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had that's to. That's okay. <laughs> but you're not wrong. So, um, but no, the perfectionism like that she has, it's like so that's something that I've, not even like. It's something that I've always strived for Hmm. regardless of whether i achieve it or not um and sometimes that's why i give up on things because i don't find myself being able to perfect them um which is a good and a bad thing Hmm. but um there's like you said the quirkiness of abed um i definitely am a strange fellow for sure um and the sarcasm of jeff and kind of being I kind of being a loner sort of thing too sure um not that i'm 
absolutely that way in like any aspect of this like i'm not entirely all these things but just certain certain characteristics that i can say okay i can see myself you know relating to that a little bit or this little bit more than that but does that make sense yeah yep okay great yeah it's perfect Cool. Well, we can dive into that more another time, but uh, thank you, Evan, for being on Six Seasons and a Podcast. Glad to uh, be here. Yeah. Until next time. Absolutely. Bye. So long.